Welcome to Tea for Two Dominance. I am Miss Sugar Spice and this is my delicious friend, Exacting One. We are two curvaceous, lusty dominants who live the BDSM lifestyle 24-7. We are active in the Melbourne BDSM and alternative lifestyle scene. We welcome you to a very kinky conversation. So make yourself a cup of tea and enjoy. Warning, this podcast discusses adult concepts and ideas and is intended for 18 plus listeners. If you are under 18, go away. Now. Welcome to Tea for Two Dominoes. I am Miss Sugar Spice and I have my delicious friend. Exacting one. And we are here for part two of the care and feeding of your dominant, meeting your dominant's sexual needs because... I just decided we didn't talk about it enough. <laughs> Can we ever talk about it enough? I, I don't think so. So I think, you know, I think the other thing about about us is that none of our podcasts are scripted. So we, we do segue quite often into other conversations that are equally important. But I really can't stress enough how meeting your dominance sexual needs is probably one of the most important things as a submissive you can do if your relationship is of a sexual nature. I agree 100%. Mm. So we didn't talk about all the things that you could do. So maybe we should just list them. Okay. So there's body worship. There is. There is. There's lots of different ways to do body worship. You have hands. You have tongues. And I cannot overestimate how important that tongue is. Right. And we all know where her, her mind went there. Yeah, it went to the sexual care and feeding of your dominant. <laughs> <laughs> and so, so there's body worship. There's also, um, you know, there's, there's good old-fashioned fucking. Yep. Which there's nothing wrong with good old-fashioned, you know, meat and two veg. Coitus. Coitus. <laughs> See, every time you say that, I think of coitus. <clears throat> oh, when I say it, I think of Sheldon. Oh, I didn't watch that show. Oh, I love Sheldon. Oh, apparently everybody loves Sheldon, but I have a really busy life and Sheldon's not a part of it. Wow. I know. I know. I'm sorry. I, I apologise <sighs> to everybody that Ow. I, I may have just offended. <clears throat> so, uh, you know, <clears throat> other ways that you can <clears throat> meet the needs of your of your dominant is, um, I suppose, in, in, in my dynamic, it's really important. I am poly. I am bisexual. And so my submissive needs to be comfortable enough in their own sexuality and in our relationship to allow me to go and explore other people to meet my sexual needs. And do you allow your submissive to... Absolutely not. Okay. Absolutely not. Me either. <laughs> they are mine, and if I would like to share them with somebody, I, that, that's that's absolutely a conversation that we have had. And if I would like to share them with somebody, then I, I you know, can um, with consent and, you know, with, with the right person. However... You know, if I if I have somebody in long term chastity with the inability to ever come, then my needs need to be met somehow. And you know, going out and and finding a bull or having 
sexual experiences with others is is a part of that. Mm-hmm. Yeah. What have you got up your sleeve? Well. Or up your glove. Mm, yeah. <laughs> I, I just have to say that, that going back to the whole tongue worship thing, mm. Mm. that for me, mm. a submissive that really, you know, just digs in there. And knows what to do with it. And, and, you know, kind of wraps their hands around your hips and, and treats it like an all-day buffet. Mm. I just, I can't say enough for a man that really loves his job. Mm. And anybody who might need a bit of assistance in how to do that. Like, I know we already spoke about TikTok, but seriously, just go and watch the lesbians of TikTok. <laughs> they do amazing things with their tongues and I'm like I'll have me some of that <gasps> did you see the one oh she's she's Probably. hysterical um, the blonde blonde haired lesbian she was duetting with this young girl who was talking about people say that you know pineapple sweetens the taste of your cum mm-hmm. but she doesn't like that because you know, it's it's actually really uncomfortable, maybe even painful, when you stick it in, <laughs> oh. and and watching this this lesbian spit her drink all over the phone is just mm-hmm. priceless. Yeah, but anyway, uh, may I suggest that if you do need some assistance, maybe just go and watch the lesbians of TikTok, and you can see exactly what they want to do with their tongues or feel free to contact us and ask ask yeah absolutely Mm. Mm. yeah so so and and there are other ways to meet a a dominance sexual needs one of them you know that i think we've talked about this before but you know as a as a dominant and as a working outside of the home dominant or you know, having other things that you need to do by having a submissive actually meet some of those ordinary, everyday, mundane tasks around the house yep. to free up time to allow you to have play or, or you know, sexual or, or other play. It it just allows the dominant to to have enough time to be able to dedicate to those things and then dedicate to their own pleasure as well. Mm-hmm, absolutely. Because, believe you me, when you've been at work all day and then you get home and you have to cook the meals and, you know, organise people's lives and then organise play and think about when you're going to fit it all in. But you still have to mow the lawn and do the grocery shopping and, you know, fix that hanger that's broken and, you know, straighten up the letterbox because some random just hit it. You know, those sorts of things, if they were done, freeze up time for then your dominant to actually be able to explore all those lovely sexual deviant things that you want to do. Well, and, and I've said this before, you know, anticipating the needs of your dominant is without a doubt one of the most valuable skills that you can develop. Mm. And and it's 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 not a difficult thing. It's it's not rocket science. Mm. Um you know, if your dominant has a coffee after dinner every night, make them a coffee. Mm. That's it's it's not difficult. And if your dominant is doing the dishes after they've prepared dinner, 
then for crying out loud, help them. Mm. Mm. Or go and start a load of laundry or offer to give her a foot rub. Mm. Now we're talking foot rub, foot worship, all the things. I've, you know, I've mentioned this a number of times that I, I have a problem with my leg mm-hmm. and a massage at night, especially when I'm having a lot of pain on that, on that leg is just invaluable to me. And it can mm-hmm. take a night that would have been a complete waste and turn it around and into a night where even if it's not particularly adventurous play, it's certainly intimate and I'm pain free. Mm. Or at least reduced pain. Yeah, yeah. And, and I think the other thing to, to remember is that while the, the submissive sexual experiences, you know, we want them to be positive and we want them to be fulfilling, mm-hmm. in turn, your dominance, sexual pleasure and sexual experiences should be equally as fulfilling for them. And... Look, we've been hearing this since, uh, you know, the 80s. You know, men are from Mars, women are from Venus, all that crap. But women, our brains work a bit differently. Mm. And if we have spent the day at work and then we've come home and we've made dinner and we've done the dishes and we've put on a load of laundry and we've uh, situated the kids to do their homework and you know by the time that we're crawling into bed at 10 o'clock or, or whatever time we are not thinking about your fetishes mm. 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 our our brain is still full of what we did today and what we didn't do today that is going to have to be pushed over into tomorrow mm-hmm. and if you want us to be thinking about your fetishes then you need to be helpful with some of those life tasks that do not necessarily fit in as well with, you know, with what we want to be doing. Mm, mm, I agree. And and I think that sometimes, you know, I, I've had quite a lot, I think we've talked about this before, I've had quite a lot of offers of people who would, you know, in, in turn for play would like to mow my lawns, but mow them naked. And I'm like, no, I just want my fucking lawn mowed. Yeah. I, I don't need you to be naked to do that. I need the lawn mode. And yes, if you know, if I lived in a in a situation where, you know, that could be done safely and without offending others, then that's something that I would actually do. But I don't. And so Well, and most people in, in Melbourne don't. Mm, I think it's really important that there there has to be some give and take for for what you're offering. So if you're offering to mow my lawns, but your stipulation is you have to be naked, and I say, well, no, that actually doesn't suit my situation, then, okay, I'll do it closed, should be the response. And there's always room for a little bit of negotiation in there. Could I do it clothed but with a harness underneath? Oh, yeah. Could you I do it clothed but with a cage? So could I do it clothed oh, but, you know. That's a stupid question. <laughs> with a cage. Oh, my gosh. That is a given. <laughs> That's a given. But, yeah, so, you know, it, it is really important. I, I think it's I, – I believe it's really important that both people's sexual needs are, are met. I'm very fortunate in, in that, you know, my my fetish is chastity and most submissives that I play with 
their fetish is also chastity and also, you know, tease and denial. So that denial part, I really like. I really like that denial part. However, if I'm playing with somebody and tease and denial is a part of their wants and desires, does does that then transfer that it should be a part of mine? I don't I don't believe so. So I shouldn't be denied the sexual satisfaction that I want because of somebody else's choice not to be sexually satisfied or you know, my favourite is ruining orgasms. I think we've talked about that before as well. I've got to say I I enjoy it too. (laughs) So quite happy to like do that for you, but I want something in return. I want a non-ruined orgasm. And, you know, a verbal ruining of an orgasm as opposed to a physical one, I just find so fucking entertaining. (laughs) (laughs) Anyway, we digress. We're talking about other people's pleasure now and we need to be talking about ours. But... It, and, and all right, so so if we take it down to a not even sexual pleasure, it should be about the dominance pleasure, period, whether it be sexual or not. You know, things like a head massage, a back massage, a foot massage, um, things like being taken out to a high tea or um, treated to a, you know, a special day out. I love having a submissive paint my toenails Mm. and you would be shocked how many male submissives balk at painting a woman's toenails. Mm. And it's like, are you, are you fucking kidding me? Mm. This is the hill you want to die on? Really? Isn't that funny? Because just recently I had a pedicure, a professional pedicure, because like, as we all know, Melbourne opened up and I was like, bing, I'm going to be there. And I had a male nail technician do my nails and my and my. Don't you clothes. always wonder if they are secretly foot fetishists? No, that, that was the whole fantasy going on in my head the whole time. <laughs> like the whole time, it was like the whole fantasy. I was like, do it harder because if you, I actually said to him, if you do it lightly, I am very ticklish and I will kick you in the head. <laughs> I do tell everybody that because I am very ticklish. And I always say, when you're doing, like, when you're rubbing my feet, do it hard, because if you do it soft, it's ticklish, and I'll, like, involuntarily kick you in the in the head. See, that sounds like a threat. That doesn't sound like a, a um, warning. It sounds no, like a threat. A warning. It's a warning. <laughs> it's a warning, everybody. But anyway, he smiled at me, and I went, oh, hello. <laughs> do you want me to kick you in the head? <laughs> like, I wouldn't ne- ever do that, but not without consent, but... It did was you? A did of you? Fantasy that was playing through my head. Okay, and was part of the fantasy telling him to open his mouth and you popping your big toe in? And... <sighs> okay, if you could see her deny. squirming in her chair right now. Yeah, so it's it's not it's so it's it's about meeting your dominance needs. Sexually, is really important, but others is other needs are equally as important, and. You know, something like as simple as when I go out and if I wear my ridiculously high boots or shoes, once I'm corseted, I can't put those things on. Speaking of, Mm. would you like to know what I just bought? You just bought another corset, didn't you? No, 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 no. I bought, oh, exotic footwear, everybody. Mm. Oh, yes, exotic footwear. Um, .com.au. Yes, bought a pair of black Patent leather, thigh-high boots that lace up the front. They look like combat boots, but sexy. Mm. 
Mm-hmm. And they're so shiny, and they look so good. Uh, and so you're gonna have to watch out an event because she's gonna wear them. Okay, but it gets better. Mm. After I got them, and I'm looking at them, and I'm like, oh, but I don't really have anything that matches this. Mm. So I bought a latex dress. Mm. <laughs> <laughs> there you go. You heard it first on Two for Two Dominoes. And it is so shiny, and it is so snug, and I'm pretty sure the bottoms of my ass cheeks show. Well, there you go. And I'm not sad at all. You're not sad at all. And is that your first latex purchase? It is, yes. Whoa, there you go. First latex purchase. You're going to have to watch out. Mm. And I sit in front of my mirror and I look, turn to the side. And then I turn to the other side. And then I ran my hands down it. Mm. And then I was is like. It chlorinated? I don't know. What's that mean? The type. Oh, okay. No we'll idea. All I know is it's shiny and it's sexy and there will be more. There you go. There you go. She's now a latex confident. I might be. I just might be. <laughs> so meeting the needs of exacting one might be to care for her latex. Yes. And my leather. To polish it. Don't ever to forget the leather. It. Okay. And her leather. Yes. So that, that might be something that is, is important. Well, that is something that is important, but that may be something to consider if you're considering applying for submission to, to exacting one is that, you know, she does require somebody who is actually capable at caring for leather and latex. I actually am really specific about how my leather gets cared for. Mm. And especially when it comes to like polishing my boots, mm. I, I have a very specific way. I like them done. Mm. Um, I used to do my ex-husband was in the military and you know, they had to be spit shined. You had to be able to see your face in them. And I used to do his boots for him. And so I want my boots to look like that. Mm, mm. <laughs> Except for my docs, those are intentionally not that way. Mm, so, mm. And for me, it might be somebody that can care for my roses or, you know, support yeah. my vegetable patch. Yeah, absolutely. So, you know, there, there are different ways to meet the needs of different dominants. Yep. And so I think it's always important to have a really good conversation about that at the start of anything, but then to have regular check-ins and say, hey, you know, is there anything that I can do that would mean that it would free up Saturday night for us? And see, I would I would appreciate the hell out of that. Mm, mm. I have such a hard time getting motivated to check the events page mm. and buy tickets a month in advance. mm for things mm, and yeah, I have a submissive for that. that's what I'm saying mm. is I would love to have my submissive just take care of that yeah and just kind of you know put it in my head that would on you like day. to go to this <laughs> on this day yeah great I'll take care of the tickets mm. thank you yeah because I'm not going to worry about it until the week before and then the tickets are going to be gone yeah I think especially now um, for anyone who's going out in Melbourne, you know, with, with the restrictions that we we have placed, you know, on, on our gatherings indoors, that it's really important if you want to go to an event, you, you have to be prepared. You have to plan it a month or two in advance and pre-purchase those tickets because yep. of our 
restrictions and you know that you can no longer you know get home on a friday night and go oh there's an event on tonight i might go because the tickets are pre-sold and pre-sold out well yeah there's i mean they can literally have less than half the capacity Mm. that Mm. they used to yeah so so you know if you are wanting to venture out and meet us because we're quite frequently you need to get your crap together and order those tickets Absolutely. And then show up and come and introduce yourself because we're fabulous. We are fabulous. Or as and I like to say, fucking fabulous. And at the moment, we are both on the lookout for submissive. Too true. Mm. Anything else to add? Actually, there was just one thing I wanted to address. How are you feeling about submissives who are wanting to see you, they're wanting to go out and do things, but they haven't uh, gotten their vaccinations. Uh, That's a no. That's a no for me. Look, people have the right to choose whether they want to be vaccinated or not, just like I have the right to choose whether I want to associate with unvaccinated people. Now, everybody knows that, you know, I don't want to harp on about COVID, but you know what, it's a part of our life now. And we just have to sort of negotiate our way around the world with COVID in existence. So if somebody wants to remain unvaccinated and be, you know, at a greater risk of getting COVID, that's that's their decision. However, I don't want to potentially be in close proximity to somebody who could pass that on to me because we all know that even though we are vaccinated, for those of us that are no longer pure bloods and we have <laughs> the vaccine, um, so even though we're vaccinated, we can still get COVID. Like, we just get it in a reduced capacity. The same, It works the same way as that. Um, I mean, if you're a medical practitioner, please do not beat me. I don't know, like, how this actually works. But I imagine that it's similar to the, the flu vaccine. So if you get the flu vaccine every year, you can still get the flu, but you get it at a reduced capacity. It doesn't potentially kill you. And that's why I got the, the COVID vaccine. So if I did get COVID then it wouldn't kill me because I have, you know, some some level of resistance to it. All I'm going to say about this is that, because I, I really, I don't want to have any kind of discussion about this. I get that at home enough. This is what our government requires of us right now to be able to go out and do the things that I want to go out and do. Absolutely. And I'm not trying to argue with the government and I'm not trying to argue with any of you. Mm. I, I am so disinterested in having that discussion yet again. This is what the government requires of us right now to be able to go out. Ergo, mm. if I want to go out, I must have the vaccination. Absolutely. End of story. Agree. So, yes, unfortunately, non-vaccinated people are not high on my to-do list. Yeah. Look, um, I have had to say no to a few people that are like, oh, the government's trying to control us, government tyranny, and I'm like, it's not even about that. It's about human. You know what? Here's what here's what it's about for me. I want to go out to dinner sometimes, mm. and at the front of the restaurant, before you can walk inside, they want to check your vaccination status. So, mm. yep. like, I just don't even want to have the conversation anymore. Mm. Mm. I, I 100% get it. Yeah, I'm just over it. All righty. Well, so I threw that one in at the end there just to, you know. Stir the pot a little bit. Stir the pot a little bit and also hopefully stop having this damn conversation. Mm, mm. 
So, yeah. Agreed. Agreed. Well, anyway, that was part two because we still had more to say. Yes, we did. Have oh, and you forgot to it. say multiple orgasms. Oh, oh, yeah. You've got you've got two minutes. I've got two minutes to talk about multiple orgasms. Okay, sorry. I don't know whether everybody knows this, but like women and men are capable of multiple orgasms. Mm-hmm. And if you just have one, quite often there's quite a few more sitting there, just waiting for the right touch, the right movement, the right word. flick of a tongue. The right flick of the tongue. So don't think that life is one and done. It is so not. It is so not one and done. And my experience and my conversations with with most dominant women that I know, we are all in the same multiple boat. All of us are capable of multiple orgasms. And I think it's really important for our submissives to know that and learn how to address it and learn how to ensure that there is multiple levels of pleasure. But to also respect the fact that if your dominant says, okay, that's it, I'm done, fucking stop. (laughs) Mm, I might remain silent on that one. Oh, no. When I say I'm done, I mean it. No forced orgasms for you? No, no forced forced anything for me. Okay. Well, on that note, I think we're going to say goodnight. And it's been a real pleasure informing you of how to meet your dominance pleasures. And again, you have our email address. Questions? Suggestions? Just a little chit-chat? Write us. Absolutely. We look forward to seeing you in our inbox. And we look forward to speaking to you again next week. Bye. Bye for now. Stay kinky. So we'd like to thank you for joining us for our kinky conversations today. And we'd like to start by thanking all of our kinky supporters. Classic Ties held at the club on Tuesdays at 7 p.m. Southeast Bush Bunnies for when you just need to be naked in nature and all tied up. JS Alternative Photography, Lux Latex and Leather Polish and Care, and The Club, Melbourne's only dedicated kink venue. For further information on these businesses, please visit our show notes.